Oh, yeah. This is the Catch My Eye podcast. Begins on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. We will always have mercy on your ears. All you who listen, profess yourselves enemies to all other joys which the most precious square of sense possesses, and find that this alone felicitates your dear highness's love. Amen. Okay, everyone. Episode 42 of the Catch My Eye podcast is upon us. And we uh, it's a special edition because uh, coming in about an hour after the NFL draft has been completed, it's a very nice draft for the Ohio State Buckeyes. And so we have here to uh, interview the Mr. Buckeye fan himself, uh, at least as part of the family, uh, John Lee Blank from hailing from the Dallas area, coming in on a Zoom meeting. How are you, John? Good. Thanks for having me, James. All right. So why? Uh, so why? Why are you? Uh, why are you such the big uh, Ohio State Buckeye fan? Because uh, I went there for grad school and um, went to other games, and ever since then, I've been a big fan. Okay, so uh, when when did you go? Um, 2017. Okay, and is there how uh, how how closely had you been following them before? Oh, not at all. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't a fan before that, but obviously going there, and I went <clears throat> and I went to all the games that year. So ever since then, I've been a very big fan. Okay. All right. So basically, you're basically you're the expert from like 2016, 2017 on, right? Yeah. I mean, I know I now know some stuff that happened before that, obviously. But yeah, I've been following it very closely since about 2016. Okay. All right. Um, great. So let's get on with it. So we had ten of the fifteen eligible uh, Buckeyes taken in the draft. Uh, now, were there any surprises as far as th- those people that were not taken? We had uh, no, not really. Okay. I would say, um, yeah, they were all like definitely like seventh rounders um, uh, or undrafted um, type players. Yeah, okay. no, no, yeah. no, and that was no very good. Surprises that wasn't drafted. Okay, and the let's and so. With let's take the obviously the two big ones were Jeff Okuda and Chase Young. Now those were two, you know number two, number three. Obviously, a couple of years before we had uh, Nick Bosa on the D line, and uh, who was Denzel, Denzel Ward was drafted. What was he? 2018. He was number four. So how so how would you compare uh, Chase Young to Nick Bosa? Um, Chase Young might is probably like is it's now it's hard to say that like he's better than either Nick or Joey Bosa because they're like both like two of probably like the five best defensive ends in the NFL. Yeah. But like Chase Young, like 
is probably better than both of them. Okay, uh, so like he's going to be like if he's not the defensive rookie of the year this year, I will be shocked. Like he is a star. Okay, so he so I mean, all you, yeah, all you really need to know is that like he was a Heisman finalist this year, you know, and obviously on the defense that's yeah. You have to be really really special to be a Heisman finalist. Okay. If, no matter what position you play on defense. Yeah. So so how is his uh, Ohio State career compared to Nick or Joey? Like, um, oh, it was definitely um, – it was probably – I mean, yeah, like neither of those two were Heisman finalists. Um, I mean, he definitely had a much better Ohio State career than Nick Bosa because Nick Bosa in his final year got injured to play three games in. So he oh. never really um, – and then his season was over. So he never really lived up to his full potential. Okay. Um, you could, I mean, obviously, it was obvious how good he was. Um, I mean, Joey Bosa was very good, obviously, and he he was really amazing too. And obviously, he was part of the national championship team. So, um, I don't know. He probably had like as good a career like as Joey Bosa. He had like better statistics than Joey Bosa, like way more sacks and stuff. But Joey uh-huh. Bosa like was so feared that like his last season, he was getting like triple team stuff. Oh. So he didn't necessarily put up like the huge numbers his whole career, but it was because everyone knew he was so good. Like they just weren't going to let him beat them. Okay. All right. And I mean, like even this year, after Chase Young got an amazing start, his sack numbers and stuff kind of dwindled towards the end of the year, but it's because people were like double and triple teaming him because they just knew they couldn't let him beat them. Okay. Gotcha. And okay. And how would you compare? Denzel Ward to Jeff Okuda. Oh, Jeff Okuda is definitely better than Denzel Ward. Um, he's really, really good. Jeff Okuda. I mean, you have Marshawn Lattimore from a few years ago, who is the NFL rookie, defensive rookie of the year with the Saints. Okay. As a cornerback, mm-hmm. and he's probably like one of the five best cornerbacks in the NFL, and like that's probably the high upside for Jeff Okuda. Um, Denzel Ward has been fine with the Browns, but he's been he hasn't been anything like super great. Okay. Um, gotcha. Um, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, like Jeff Okuda, like coming out of high school, everyone knew he was going to be great, and like he he got on the field as a freshman, um, and was really good. And then sophomore year is even better this year. It really just took off, and he was pretty much far and away the best cornerback in college football this year. Okay. Uh, and uh, Chase Young was there for three years as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. And okay, so the now the other uh, I blew it right there. Oh, there you go. Okay, so the other I would say what what star would you say came after? Would you say like that everybody knew uh, came after would come after? Uh, Chase, yeah, like everyone knew J- J- Chase Young and Jeff Okuda. Was there any other? Um, uh, you know, Ohio State star that you know that got drafted that people like is very well known. Yeah, I mean J.K. Dobbins is definitely there, the running back. Um, he had an, he's had an amazing career. He's now second all time. I mean, he was only there. He only played three years, but he came in and played like right off the bat, which is pretty unusual for running back. Okay. Um, literally, and he's. And he's the now this, he's the second all-time leading rusher in yards behind Archie Griffin. 
Ohio State. And Ohio State's had a ton of amazing running backs over the years. Yeah. So to be second, I mean, it has something to do with obviously the fact that he played all three years, but to be second all time in rushing, it's pretty amazing. He had an amazing career. Okay. Were you were you surprised that he got he got only got drafted in the second round or? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he got passed over by um, several by quite a few teams, but he ended up in a really really good spot in Baltimore. Like that's going to really work out well for both him and Baltimore. I think. Okay. Uh, with uh, with having uh, Lamar Jackson there as kind of a running threat to go along with him to kind of have that uh, dual threat of Lamar Jackson is obviously such a good great runner, mm-hmm. um, and obviously he's a quarterback too. But and then they have J.K. Dobbins back there, and J.K. Dobbins is not only a really good runner, he's also a really really good pass catcher out of the backfield if you need it. I see. So um, he can do multiple things, and I think just like a dual running, you know, if you have to defend two such good runners, it's going to be really tough to defend that. Okay. How how would you comp- – so, obviously, the other famous recent Ohio State running back would be Zeke Elliott. How would you compare Dobbins to Elliott? Um, I would say – I mean, he's – like, Ezekiel Elliott's probably, like, the best running back in the NFL, like, maybe top three. Um, he's not that good. I mean, you know, Ezekiel Elliott went fourth overall. Um, he's obviously – he's not that good because um, yeah. he's – He's more. He's uh, he's less of a he's less of a pounded back and more of kind of like he'll get away from you and he has some really good elusiveness uh, and stuff and he can you know get through small holes and stuff. Ah, okay, gotcha. Um, he's also, I mean, he's a he's he's only five ten, which isn't short. You know, running backs can be shorter, but it's not like he's super huge or anything. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's not going to be Ezekiel Elliott, but I think he can really, really succeed really well in Baltimore. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, yeah, he probably will never go to the Pro Bowl. I mean, he could, but um, he'll be a really, really, he'll be a really solid NFL running back. So, uh, why was so why do you, so why would why was J.K. Dobbins uh, so good at Ohio State, but in the NFL, you know, he's he's probably not going to be nearly as good as Ezekiel Elliott, yeah, because they. Or did was J.K. Dama's not nearly as good as Ezekiel Elliott when he was at Ohio State? Um, yeah, I don't. He didn't have like the like a meet like Ezekiel Elliott wasn't was only like played for like a year, year and a half. Oh. He like when he had um, some of his best, like his be- his best games were better than J.K. Dobbins' best games. Okay, but um, I mean, and also you know, college is just a little different than the pros up in the NFL, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, he'll be really good, and I definitely think he was under – like, he should have been drafted much, much higher. Um, okay. But, yeah. What What do you think about his uh, – obviously, you know, Zeke Elliott's quite a bit bigger. How – do you think his size is going to be a problem with the NFL or – It of- could be. And also, he doesn't, he doesn't have, like, breakaway speed um, – one of the main problems in college was he tend to get caught from behind. So like he could break into the field, but then he a lot of times had trouble finishing off like 60 yard touchdown runs, um, which is, you know, I mean, obviously those don't come a ton, but if you like, if you're having trouble outrunning college, like defensive backs, then you're definitely not going to be able. To. So his speed, his top end speed is not necessarily the greatest. Um, yeah. And he is a little bit smaller of a back. So, you know, 
you know, just the smaller you are, the more injury. I mean, not that he is injury prone or anything. But it's harder to, now, you know, smaller backs just don't always last forever. Yeah. Now, um, now I heard that he was real good with um, uh, ball security. Is that is that true? Or, or is yeah. That, is that... Yes. Yeah. He. Um, yeah, and he has really good hands. He's a really good pass catching receiver. Um, He's a really good pass catcher out of the backfield. And um, yeah, I mean, there's really, I mean, really his main quote unquote flaws or whatever that he's maybe a tad small and um, his breakaways, he doesn't have like the highest, like he's not the fastest guy ever. Okay. Um, But yeah, that's why I don't, I mean, there was like the fact that he went so low, um, like mid second round, right? Right. Or late second round, maybe. Yeah, it's like late second round. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't understand why. And he was like, I think the fifth running back taken, and that's definitely way too low. Okay. Now, um, so okay, let's go to Damon Arnett, who was picked number nineteen by the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, who the heck is Damon Arnett? I mean, I I've never heard of him. Yeah, I mean, he's a cornerback. That was definitely very very high for him. Um, he had a very, very good year this past year, but he was a fifth-year senior this year. And before this, he was never really all that great. Um, I mean, he did have a really, really good year this year. Um, but he's always been kind of a little handsy, for, which is obviously a problem for the cornerback. Um, tends to get flagged somewhat for, like, pass interference stuff more than he probably should be. Okay. Um, I mean – or coming in the draft, I thought he was probably like a second or third round pick. Um, you know, Ohio State has like produced tons and tons of great corners, and so he was never like the primary corner. Okay, um, but he always did very, very well as like a the sec the second best corner, and he started for like three years. Um, so he has a lot of experience, but he was just never. Um, he was just never that good and then this year he re- this past year he really did break out but still um you know that yeah, was a little surprising so high okay so so presumably he was lining up opposite of akuda right i mean yeah yeah so how uh so what was like the how often was he getting targeted as compared to akuda oh a lot because no one ever threw it if akuda um, okay. He got targeted some, and then like well, this this past season, Ohio State played a three corner, one safety, pretty much for the most time. Oh, most interesting. Time. So um, the other corner got targeted somewhat too. Um, I see. Okay. Um, and who was and who was the other and who was the other safety that they were playing this year? The one safety. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Fuller, and he got drafted in the sixth round, I think. Okay. By the so, Chargers. Yes. No, it was uh, no, it was the Jordan Fuller was by the Rams, number one ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how? So what's uh Jordan Fuller? Is he like what was his uh, what year was he when he came out? Was he? Oh, he was a fourth. He was either a fourth or fifth year senior. Okay. And I think he's a seat, just a fourth year senior. Okay. And what's is. What's what's uh, um, his he projected to be as in the NFL like his season, um, I guess. 
Yeah. Um, so he is extremely, extremely, extremely smart. Um, okay. And a very hard worker and like really knows his stuff. He's just not super talented. That's why. So like as a, at a Ohio State, he was like a really great safety because his job was just to kind of be the last line of defense and make sure that nothing got past him. Uh, um, okay. And he did really, really as the one safety. And he did a really great job of that. Um, a lot of times, you know, the defense in front of him was good enough that it didn't even get to him. But if it did, he did a good job of shutting it down. Um, but his main problem is just that he's not like the most talented guy. I mean, obviously, he's a lot of talent, but he's just, you know, he's not the fastest guy, maybe, or, um, you know, just um, doesn't necessarily get around, you know, not the most agile guy. But he's just, you know, he's super smart and just knows, like, everything. He knows how to play play football super well. So that should benefit him. And, then, you know, he'll always be in the right place. Okay. Um, and gotcha. it's just a question of, like, can he – physically like playing the NFL is he'll for sure be able to um, do everything uh, mentally that he needs to and he'll learn whatever defense he's there and he'll know how to he'll know to make the right play it's just can he you know get the, you know they do so right okay so now with now the you know, the Baltimore Ravens uh, got a couple Ohio State guys they got Malik Harrison and then obviously Dobbins, yeah. and then Detroit also got uh, Detroit got three guys. Uh, Kuda yeah. in round seven was just Sean Cornell, defensive tackle, and then oh the O lineman Jonah Jackson in number seventy five round three. Um, so who are you? Uh, I guess how, how would you rank the Ohio State Hulk like versus the Redskins getting Jace, Chase Young? Uh, the Ravens, Dobbins, and they the, didn't, did the Redskins. I think the Redskins got another Ohio State player too, didn't they? Uh, no, they just got Chase Young. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That, that, the the other the other guys who got multiple people were um, uh, who was it? Uh, oh, the Ra- yeah, the Ravens and the Lions. So okay. yeah, so the so, so who who got the who got the like the best haul overall you would say you was uh it's hard to say with multiple people but um i really like what i mean what baltimore was able to do especially with some of the lower picks was really good they got i mean they got some they're gonna get some really great value out of that i mean obviously washington got a like potentially game-changing player um mm-hmm. with just the one pick right obviously pretty well too is uh now, the how uh, as far as Ohio State goes is how often do they get like ten players in the draft? How typical is that? Ten is I think this is the second most since like two thousand or something. Usually it's around eight or nine okay. a year. Um, do they? Yeah, but I mean they're usually in the like high, you know, eight to ten range. Okay. How uh. How how worried are you that, like that, they're who's like who's going to replace uh, the the you know, the guys that left? Do uh, are there any uh, 
did it, does Ohio does Ohio State have like the you know, like the depth or whatever to you know, replace like you know, say Dobbins, Chase Young, Akuda's? No, like I mean you know that it's going to be it's very hard if not. I mean, I guess they replaced Nick Bosa with Chase Young and they replaced Joey Bosa with Nick Bosa, but um, there's no. I mean, they I mean they could have some people coming up. I suppose it's hard to say because you know usually people you know have a breakout year or whatever. Um, I mean, obviously, some of their lower picks are pretty replaceable, very replaceable. Um, okay. Obviously, the top end pick, you know, they're not going to have another, probably not going to have another quarterback as good as Jason, G- Jeff Okuda. Um, although they'll have one pretty close. Like, they will have another first, they do have another first round cornerback next year, but, um, and they probably don't have it. Well, I can pretty much guarantee they're not going to have a defensive end as good as Chase Jackson. They will never have a defense been as good as Chase Young again. Um, so you know, obviously they have a lot of very talented players like Freddie is step up. Uh huh. Who's so who's who? Who are like the stars that are coming back? You know, didn't declare for the draft this year. Oh, or I mean, obviously Justin Fields is number one, the quarterback. Okay. Um, I mean, he'll be probably like the first or second pick next year. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, obviously, yeah, he's the big one. Um, I mean, Sean Wade is a cornerback. He was the third corner this year, and he'll probably be a first-round pick next year. Um, he's really good. And, um, yeah, and, I mean, then they have some, like, offensive linemen that could be, like, pretty high picks next year. Okay. I mean, it's just – it's the sort of thing where you're, you always have lots of talent. Okay, so, yeah. So th- – uh, I see. The so are you? What's Ohio State's prospects next year? That do you think they're going to be a little better, a little worse, about the same? Like um, for the championship? Yeah, I mean that's pretty much the goal every year at this point. Okay, yeah, I see. Chip. Yeah. All right. And the with let's. Now, uh, if it's okay, let's switch to the. Oh well, do you? Are there any? Do you, do you? Were there any other people that you thought like slid quite a bit, or you thought okay, the yeah, these like, guys? Yeah, like KJ Hill sliding to the seventh round is like criminal. Um, <laughs> so you think he should, he should have been way higher? Okay, so you think uh, the Chargers got a steal? You think? Oh, for sure. Um, he's. He's like he is the all. He's either all time or sec, I think he might be the all time receptions leader in Ohio State history. Oh, um, pretty amazing. If he's not first, he's like just barely second. Um, the reason I think he said so far is he's not fat. He's like he's not fast at all. Okay. Um, but he's an extremely great route runner, and if, and he has great great hands. If you throw the ball anywhere in his vicinity, he's gonna catch it. Um, he like doesn't have great speed or like elusiveness, but like he can, he is, he's like a great route runner so he can get open with routes. And if like, if you need it and he'll catch anything, if you need a first down, he's pretty much a guaranteed first down pickup. Um, okay. So like, he's not, he's not going to be a number one receiver in the NFL or whatever, but like you put, you put him as like a slot possession re- receiver that like when you need like f- a guaranteed five yards, Mm-hmm. And um, he's pretty much a guaranteed like five to fifteen yards. 
Um, yeah, I think it was just his lack of speed mainly that caused him to go so low. But um, like you just like um, he's just an extremely reliable and like technically sound receiver. Okay. So and receiver is the type of thing where you know if you can run great routes and you have great hands, you're going to succeed even if you're not the fastest guy. Mm-hmm. How would you? Com- that kind of sounds like Cooper Cup. How would you compare him to like Cooper Cup? Uh, I don't really know anything about Cooper Cup. Ah, oh, okay. Um, he, okay. All right. So yeah, he's just, he's just a uh, Rams. He's a Ram- He's like one of the Rams guys. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, I've heard his name, but I don't know. Oh, okay, that's fine. All right. Anybody who, other than you, Damon Arnett, anybody who like went up, that or not really. I mean, I'm a tad surprised Jay Sean Cornell got drafted, but I mean, he got drafted like the last ten picks or something. Okay. So right. anyone, you know, and you know, seventh round to undraft is kind of negligible difference. Yes, very true. All right. So, uh, yeah, I'm not. There's no one else that was super shocking. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you for listening to the first uh, part of my uh, interview with my brother John on Ohio State, the Ohio State Buckeyes in the 2020 NFL virtual draft. Well, it was a real draft, but it took place virtually. Not well. It was it was live, but everyone, of course, was spread throughout the land. All right. So I do want to thank you. I also uh, want to thank you for listening and remind you that the next part of the interview on the Indianapolis Colts and various other divers uh, topics of the NFL draft will be coming up on Wednesday for the next episode of the Catch My Eye podcast. See you then. The Catch My Eye podcast is dead, my lord. That's but a mistake. You lords and noble friends know our intent. What comfort for this intervening time shall be applied. Nevertheless, your present business is general woe. Friends of my soul, you, the Gord State, sustain until we meet again a few days from hence. Email catchmyeyepodcast at gmail.com. I have a journey, lords, shortly to go. My master calls me. I must not say no.